we decided as a group, hey, let's really grow and scale purposeful business. I mean, we just spent so much time on this. We are so proud of it. It's amazing. Let's give it the room to breathe. We want purposeful business to be a household name. And you can't do that if you're constantly throwing out new offers where nothing ever sticks and you're never known for that one thing. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. One of our favorite episodes every month is our behind the scenes episode. So that is what we are going to do today. If you go back to the beginning of our behind the scenes episodes, you can hear how we built this business from the things that didn't go the way that we had hoped or the way that we thought they would to when things exceeded our expectations. It's all in the behind the scenes episodes. And I think that's really what it is to be an entrepreneur. It's a roller coaster. It's your job to buckle up and get ready for when things go well and you're on a high and when things don't go well. My biggest tip is to hold tight to the values of your business during the ride. If you haven't already, I would go back and listen to episode 34, Pivot Your Plan Before This One. Because in that one, we talked about the biggest thing that happened this month, which was the launch of the Purposeful Business course. Yes. So to give you a quick recap and get you up to speed, we launched our signature offer, which is called Purposeful Business. And this is really a course designed to be a roadmap for online business owners to help them build profitable businesses right from the start. And we launched on January 31st. And in less than two hours, we sold all 25 spots out. So we were ecstatic and so excited to get started. And since we had already let two people schedule calls with us, we honored those and also gifted the course to one of our employees who she dreams of having something of her own someday. So this cohort started their coursework on February 14th. And today is the behind the scenes episode. So today we're really going to talk about the time from launch until program start. Yeah. So a huge part of this process is actually talking about fulfillment. So in a typical company, there's the marketing, which happens before someone becomes a customer. It's getting them into your world. And then there's the fulfillment, which happens the minute that someone purchases the product. And that is really delivering on the promise that you made to the people who pulled out their credit cards and purchased and trusted you to be their mentors and teachers. So From January 31st until now, this has been a huge focus of the behind the scenes is really fulfilling on our offer. We've really focused on little things that actually make a huge difference to how someone experiences your brand. So this looks like the minute after they purchase, making sure that you have a confirmation email so they know what to expect from you. So it doesn't feel like they just purchased and they feel scammed because they didn't get a confirmation email or a receipt or know what the next steps are. So 
I've done a lot of small tasks, which are actually really big and meaningful tasks over the past week, just making sure that our students are onboarded correctly and have a really good experience from day one. So for me, in just this past month, this has looked like setting up coaching call dates based on the group preferences and when it works for most people. And then you have to go ahead and schedule all those in Zoom and then make sure that all of our members have the invites on their Google calendar so they know where to log in, they know who the meeting's with, and they know what the link is. On top of that, you also want to write weekly emails that share which content is being dripped that day. Again, anything that's coming up for the week, coaching calls, links, anything that they need to really feel prepared going into their time. And this is especially important with that first email that's going out that announces that their first modules have been dropped and what to expect and make sure that they feel excited, as excited as we are about the program. A few other things that we've done is sending out new member surveys We're going to be doing that every two weeks. So I created that in the past week to make sure that our students are able to provide feedback to our program and we can enhance it and make it even better as we continue. And then of course, setting up and managing our private Facebook community that have all the women who join the program. So they have like their own little hub where they can ask us questions, where they can communicate with each other. One of our values is community and you know, really having connection with other people. And so having a, a hub where members can get to know each other, cheer each other on, feel supported by us is something really important that we wanted to have with this first class. So really making sure that everything is set up very smoothly behind the scenes there. When you're talking, I'm like, dang, that's a lot. Like that was a lot. And a lot of the things that Kat just listed tend to fall into that integrator type of role. So I feel so lucky because I can barely jump on a Zoom meeting when it's scheduled for me. So to have someone that can come in, make sure that everything is scheduled, everything is going to go out on time, like that's huge. Checking all those X's and O's, you can see from our example of our offer, how much work actually goes on behind the scenes. One of my really big tasks in this past month was fulfilling our students' boxes. So if you follow us on Instagram, you've probably seen, but we really wanted to do a physical element to our course. We wanted our students to have a workbook and a couple little goodies just to make them excited about the course. We wanted to make sure that everything was on brand. Branding is one thing that I teach during the course. So it's something that I'm really passionate about. So it was quite the job to make sure that everything arrived on time. Again, that was the workbooks, the branded boxes that everything was going to go in. I found these little post-its on Etsy that I loved and wanted to incorporate. I had to make a run to Target for some highlighters and pens we wanted to give our students. So making sure that that all arrived. And then once we knew who the students were going to be and we had their shipping addresses, we could put the final touches on these boxes and get them sent out to them so that they would arrive before the course started. So Abby helped me a ton on this because as many of you know, Abby and I live in the same town. Whereas Kat is five hours away, so it's harder for her to help with something that is physical. This felt like Christmas to me because we were packing these boxes and then we actually wrapped them. Like we found that that was the most on brand thing was to wrap them in craft paper and then put the shipping label outside of that. So 
getting those out the door was a pretty tall task this month, something that in the future we would probably hire some help with. But we always say it's interesting to do something one time yourself so that you know how to properly delegate it. And then you also know how much work it is. So that's kind of what we've done. We're not afraid to get scrappy sometimes, but we also don't want to stay in that forever. The reward came when we saw our students getting their boxes. So part of the idea too was that when they would get their boxes, it would be really awesome if they put them on Instagram and tagged us. Now we didn't say that, but that was behind the scenes, a marketing idea that we had make this an experience so that this woman is excited, but maybe that she can also help us raise brand awareness with her following. So seeing those tags plus, and most importantly, their excitement for starting the course that they purchased it really helped me to swallow all the work that I had just done. It was a really awesome moment. And another big piece with the boxes was that it was a surprise and delight. They didn't know that we were going to be sending them this awesome experience. So just being able to see them open that just put a huge smile on all of our faces. So another huge accomplishment that we had this month was finishing the course. So before we launched, we had the workbook completely done and printed. We had all the slides done, but we hadn't recorded the audio quite yet. So one really cool thing about having a drip schedule, and for those of you who don't know what a drip schedule is, it simply means that the students don't have access to the entire course yet. It's released over about 12 weeks. And a neat part about this is that we didn't have to have everything completed on the day that it released on the 14th. We just had to stay ahead of where our students were. And because all three of us are moms with multiple children, we're making sure to stay ahead by a few weeks just so that we never have that added pressure of having to finish something right down to the wire. Because as we all know in this community, we are not in a season that we can put ourselves into that position whatsoever. So for this round, I am actually editing the audio and making the slides into video. So I have a lot of editing experience. I actually edited herself for over a year and it's been fun to tap into this piece of me that I haven't seen for a while. And for somebody who likes control, this has also been a very helpful part of creating the course for me. So I'm able to take the entire course just a few weeks before our students do. And this way I can really ensure that the learning is streamlined, that the learning makes sense, that the slides make sense in the order that they're in. And it's been really fun to be able to connect the dots. So I can see where Amy brings up a subject that Kat can later pull into her modules. I am getting ideas on further content that I can create in modules that I still have up ahead. And this just really makes sure that the experience it flows completely together. And as a side note here, I get a really funny behind the scenes into Kat and Amy's little quirks and then also how they respond when they make mistakes. One says, oh, doing that one over. And then the other one has a very, very polite, but definitely some curse words that are dropped on a regular basis. So I'll let the audience decide who is who, but it's been so fun to be able to be part of that process. That is so funny that you get to hear all the bloopers because there definitely are some. I mean, we do our best, but you know, we edit them out for sure. <laughs> and since this is our beta course, as we were talking about, you know, where we're dripping things, we are also actively accepting feedback from the first course, as I mentioned before with the questionnaire. So make no mistake, this is a very well done and ready for the world's course. 
But the question that we have is this is the first time it's being released. Are there any blind spots? Are there any things that we are missing and places where our students want more information or maybe where a module even feels too long, too comprehensive, and they would have a faster win if the information was more condensed. So as I mentioned, we're going to be sending out that questionnaire every two weeks. And the thing that we're going to be doing behind the scenes from here forward is as we're taking that feedback in, we're going to be making changes that we think are necessary to the course and the workbook in real time. So we're not going to wait until the course is done and then go back and edit everything as we go. We're in real time going to be editing them week by week. So why are we choosing this? <laughs> as we mentioned, we're, you know, obviously have so much work going on with a small business, but we are going to be relaunching this course as early as mid-April this year. So it's going to be so beneficial for us to really be proactive on this instead of reactive and make those tweaks so that the whole thing just feels a lot more easy and we remove any potential stress. <laughs> okay, but I'm really stressed right now. <laughs> so this is where the behind the scenes gets really real because what would be the point of doing this episode if we made everything sound good? So our biggest struggle, I would say right now as a company is our workloads. We're a brand new business still. So we're constantly in content creation mode. So a lot of the things that we're doing, we're doing them for the very first time. So they have to be created from start to finish. For example, we're going to have a challenge coming up and it's the first time this company has done a challenge. So we have to create everything. Whereas later when we're on our next challenge, it'll kind of be a rinse and repeat with tweaks that make sense. So much easier to do. Last week at the time of this recording, when I was like elbow deep in these boxes and I was also supposed to be in charge of social media and creating the next couple episodes, I told Abby and Kat, you guys, I cannot do all this. Like I am up to my head. I cannot take on one more task. And Abby and Kat, to their complete credit, received that. Like they are ready to jump in if they can, or at times, maybe we have to delete something that just doesn't make sense. We can't get everything done. So that is one thing that I really love about this business is we have very healthy communication patterns. And each one of us is really able to honor the other two, their boundaries. We're able to step in when we can, talk about something that maybe we could delegate to our one employee, Sarah, or maybe, like I said, it has to be deleted and we just can't get it done at this point. So for us, for example, we'd rather go really light on Instagram stories than have any of us reach a place of burnout, which also creates resentment. And you can feel very resentful of your team members if you are feeling burnt out. So as our business grows, we're really excited to expand our team and make sure that all of our workloads stay really doable and within what only we can do. Like we would love to stay in line with our specialties, each of us. So we're continuing to keep an eye and a pulse on that as we grow and as more options become available to us. Like I said earlier, we're not afraid to bootstrap 
but that can only last so long, especially at the season of life we are in and all three of us have other businesses. So we understand that eventually it is going to be a situation where we're going to need to hire. And I think that this idea of when do you bootstrap, when do you hire is a tale that every new business owner could tell because it can be a hard decision, but it's something that we're keeping really front of mind. Yes, 100%. And what I love about what you just said too is oftentimes our businesses can be this place where there's a lot of room for self-awareness, you know, self-awareness when you realize you need to ask for help or as we're talking about growing self-awareness of what are my strengths? Where am I really shining so that when it's time to hire, I know what seat that I should be in to really help the company move forward versus just staying in something because it's comfortable or you know how to do it and it's not really your zone of genius. Kat, let me ask you this. Let's add this to the conversation. It just came to my mind. Would there be a situation where you feel like we would function better if we each had titles? I mean, titles are really meaningless to me personally. A title is meaningless, but I think it's most important to know what your zone of genius is. And then as we hire titles, or as I like to think of it as an organization chart of like where people are and who's reporting to who and, and what people are responsible for can be very, very helpful for teammates too, because then they know that Abby might be the point person to ask about podcast editing, or Kat might be the point person to ask about what's going on with this launch, or Amy's the point person to ask about the workbook, whatever that is. I think that really honing in what your zone of geniuses are, and then really coming up with more of like process owners is really important. And of course, you know, titles can help provide the structure of who should be the process owner, but I don't think it will ever be a point of like, oh, I I wish my title was CEO when maybe it makes more sense that I'm in charge of marketing or that Abby's in charge of operations. I love your answer because it's really nice the three of us don't have that huge ego problem of I need to be the CEO. I mean, to be clear, we all own 33% of this business. Like we did a very even split. We all know how important we are to its functioning. But in my mind, it's like titles just really help that organizational chart because I think one of the problems we've been experiencing lately is sometimes everything is a group decision. And it's like, wait, should some things just be like, I don't even need to be made aware of it because I trust you two with the things that you're really good at. Yeah. And that's important too, because I have been working with you for a few months now and obviously know those things too. Like the details might bog you down, you know, because you are a big picture thinker. So if coming to you constantly with like little details, it actually could be slowing the progress of our company down. And speaking of workloads and potentially, you know, slowing down, speeding up all the things, one of my favorite conversations that we had this past month is talking about when do we launch again and what do we launch? And it's funny because we originally thought that we would go right into the mastermind. We're like, we'll launch Purposeful Business. We'll go right into the mastermind, which is a higher level offer. But we decided as a group, hey, let's really grow and scale Purposeful Business. I mean, we just spent so much time on this. We are so proud of it. It's amazing. Let's give it the room to breathe. We want Purposeful Business to be a household name. And you can't do that if you're constantly throwing out new offers where nothing ever sticks and you're never known for that one thing. And this is a real struggle that many entrepreneurs face. I would say most people who are in the space of working for themselves face 
embrace this because the reality is, is that we love to solve problems. And that means that we see problems all over the place and we want to be the ones to create solutions. But this decision that we came to was really twofold. One is we really want to make sure purposeful business has the space and the attention that it needs to scale since we want it to be our signature offer. And two, we really want to live full and beautiful lives outside of work. And we know that if we are constantly stuck in this content creation mode that we've been talking about with creating offers from scratch, that we won't have the spaciousness that each of us crave. And frankly, one of the reasons that we got into business for ourselves is because we want to have that in our life. So with that, we will definitely launch the mastermind in the future, but you can expect to see purposeful business in a bigger and better way before that offer comes out. Kat, you know, it's really interesting is when I was listening to you, that was an issue that came up in the mastermind that I was a part of and that you were coaching in is that everyone gets into this shiny new toy effect where they're always wanting to create something new when arguably their time could be better spent refining their offers before they move on to something new. It's a problem a lot of business owners come across. Definitely very, very common. And I even see it in my coaching calls of the women who are wanting to build their businesses up or wanting to change their businesses that they're like, I want to do this and this and add this and modify this. And it's so much. It's like, how can we focus in on one thing and make that really good? And that's what we're doing with Purposeful Business. And the last piece of this behind the scenes episode is really focusing on the core start. So our students just started on February 14th and we are active in the Facebook group. We're answering questions. We're each responsible for at least one coaching call every single month. And we've been serving our students in the best ways that we can. We've been responding to their DMs and trying to figure out, do I bring this up with my employer? Do I continue this as a side hustle? There are so many pieces to this budding entrepreneur mentality. And it's been just such an honor to be part of this, really on the front lines with all of our students. And this has been one of our very favorite parts of our job right now is being able to be part of this community and see these entrepreneurs getting their big ideas off the ground. So we really want to welcome each of our new students. We feel honored to see you building your businesses and being part of this process. And as we talk about purposeful business, if you're feeling like this is something that you want to be part of in the future, you can always sign up in our show notes. We have the link to register for the waitlist in our show notes of every episode. Yes. And other than that, what we have coming up is we're working on a lot of new episodes. We just recorded one with Kate Borsato and it is a can't miss episode. It honestly was one of my favorite episodes that I've ever recorded. And next week, we'll have another one coming out about how you can leverage challenges to help your business, which is also a very fun, exciting topic of how you can really tap into a really fun community experience to help grow your business. And as always, we want to make sure that the episodes are tangible and beneficial to our listeners. And that one is one that I could not be more excited for. So we're going to teach you how to incorporate challenges. And then we're also going to launch our own Instagram challenge for this community. So it will be kind of a meta experience where we're going to be teaching you exactly what we're going to be doing in our business. And we're going to be tapping into one of our most frequently asked questions, which is how do you leverage Instagram and how do you really grow your account? So stay tuned for that. <laughs>